David Kong had the greatest line. He's like, there's no such thing as virtual hospitality. It's always stuck with me. Service and hospitality orientation can't be taken over by AI. Welcome to Hospitality Daily. I'm your host, Josiah McKenzie. That was Michael Haraba, partner at Waterford Hotels and Inns. Michael runs operations for the company's portfolio, which includes iconic properties in the San Francisco Bay Area, the epicenter for so much technology. Here's Michael with more about the rise of AI and automation and the opportunity that this creates. It was 2012, an Oxford study that The Economist reported on said in the next 18 years that AI and automation and intelligence and robotics, et cetera, will take out about 48% of the workforce. Now, we're 10 years from that number, and we're sort of on track, but the genie's out of the bottle. And it's fascinating to think that you're going to have algorithmic coding by AI that is not only starting to code itself, but starting to code new AI coding. And so I think people now will be looking at their careers in what is a human, meaningful, and worthwhile time of spending your energy. As all this automation and stuff happens, I definitely believe that you're going to see this. Like, what are human industries? You've got healthcare, and there will be a lot of automation and AI in healthcare, but you still have to have a bedside manner. And so I joke that hotels are basically the happy version of a hospital. Hospital is like a hotel where the guest is really pissed to be there. And uh, we just put mints on pillows to make, you know, fancy people's nights better, but it's life-changing. And you can impact people's lives that reverberate long after they've left. And especially the wellness trend, people are leaving hotels with new marching orders about how to find peace or meditate or chill out. And that stuff wasn't always available in our industry. And so now it's more diversified. There's more opportunity across the board for all people's interests. We have so many more departments, so many more things than we had historically. But in this rapidly developing world, I do think that people will start seeing hospitality as a, a positive and healthy life path to be around people. Like after the three years, there was so much damage from the pandemic. One thing is I noticed that the pandemic had people squirrel away their social selves to become really isolated in a way that a lot of people are like, no, I'm fine with this. One of my best friends is always trying to get people together and just planning calendars nowadays is really difficult. He's like, because when you get people together, that's when magic happens. And it's true. And you see it every day in hospitality. And so as I see it with the technological, the terraforming of of our workplace, and I, I don't know how AI is going to roll out. If you go into chat GPT or bar or whatever, it's still not there for prime time. It's doing some interesting stuff, but whatever happens that terraforms the business landscape, it's going to make people look at hospitality because there's so many jobs that can't be replaced. And then you get to talk to humans and that's a joy. And I think people are going to rediscover that post pandemic that being around people and hearing people's life stories is really fulfilling in a way that I think we probably took for granted in the past. And now you've had so many people leave the industry that were overworked, but probably didn't belong in hospitality. So now more people are going to look at it as a real career. The people that didn't wash out during a pandemic and crazy divisive once in a 
hundred years moment, those are the most dedicated people ever. So when you go into a hotel anywhere in this skyline or anywhere in the world, the people still at hotels want to be there for the most part. And that's interesting. We actually had a lot of people leave that are now coming back that are like, yeah, I can't sit at a desk anymore. And I think the best example of some of the lessons taken from the pandemic was a musician, Robert Glasper, the piano player, jazz guy. And his first live show was down at Stanford at the amphitheater. And he's like, guys, I got to tell you something. We always thought we were the band. We're untouchable. You stay out there. He's like, we took you for granted. This is a partnership. And he's like, I took the audience for granted so much. You guys are so important to this whole. And that's the thing that I think a lot of people took for granted, these social interactions that there's nothing more marginalizing and eroding than just feeling like you're almost becoming an algorithm just to click buttons on the internet. Close a tab, open a tab, read this article, close the tab. And the human experience is probably going to be celebrated. So as you have people at the property that made it through the pandemic, they're real hospitality people. You've got new people that are going to look at this as a real career. And then you're going to have gregarious social people are going to be like, wait, you mean I can like make a drink for someone, make them happy, change their life and have a conversation that's work. And so I don't think we messaged well because of our lack of culture in hospitality for so long. And we're finally like, okay, we know the kind of people we want to attract. We know we have to be more empathetic to the human experience as an employee. Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on the show on Instagram and YouTube. So if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in, whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes for some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. Dot com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. 